0: You're listening to the Safety Tribe interview series, brought to you by our sponsors, Advanced Safety. I'm your host, Matt Jones. The Safety Tribe is New Zealand's VIP health and safety community, breaking the mold and doing health and safety differently. You're tuned in to the New Zealand Health and Safety Professionals live interview series, The COVID-19 Response, brought to you by Advanced Safety. I'm your host. Matt Jones Kirsty, welcome to the show
1: thank you so much this I'm sorry you're up so late
2: (laughs) Oh, it's okay it's all good like this is like I say it's becoming quite normal so um it's. I just kind of thought, well, who do I know in the UK that would be really good to talk to <laughs> right now? And it just it was an obvious answer to me. Um, so um, I guess maybe we should start off by giving you a chance to introduce yourself, Kirsty just to let people know who you are. And uh, I'm really pleased to say you've been a, a longstanding member of NZHSP uh, and a big supporter of it. So, um, yeah, how about we uh, hear a little bit more about you?
1: Absolutely, thanks Matt. Um, Absolutely a supporter of what you guys are doing. Um, I follow along the Facebook threads as much as I can, um, You know, with all the time difference and things, but there's always such interesting conversations that come in and I learn a lot because I'm not specifically from the health and safety world, but I dip in and out a bit with what I do. So I'm the traveling ergonomist. Um, I started my business just over two years ago now, but I've been in the ergonomics industry for 10 years. And in that time, I've traveled all around the world, so to the, all, obviously to Europe, the Middle East, um, the US, South Africa, and then I moved to Australia for two years as well, uh, most recently, and spent a lot of time in Australia and New Zealand. So I've traveled the world, and I've been able to help businesses with their corporate ergonomics programs. And that could mean anything from assessments to all the way up to leadership training and how to implement an ergonomics program and and now i guess it's all changing and we're starting to you know adapt to how we do things with the with the current situation at the moment mm-hmm.
2: yeah definitely before we went online um live now i was asking you about how things in the uk and obviously it would be interesting for everyone really to to hear how how it is um mm-hmm. on the other side of uh, on the other side of the earth
1: <laughs> so I guess for me personally, I, I've i been quite used to working from different environments for quite some time now and, and at home. So I've been able to kind of get a routine at home done for the last two years. So for me, working at home and being here hasn't felt that different or awkward in my general routine. Obviously, I'm not in and out of London. I'm not traveling as much as I at all at the moment. So that's a bit weird for me because um, I I typically travel at least once a week somewhere in the world so that's weird but in terms of working from home nothing's really changed in terms of the uk we've certainly seen some changes you know in the last this is our second week of lockdown which means we're only allowed out for groceries to go to the pharmacy and for one walk a day outside or or, a run outside and so that's been a bit of a strange transition i can't go and see my friends i can't go and see my dad who doesn't live here with us can't see my brother who's up 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 north so that's a little bit weird
2: yeah yeah and yeah, same for us so we've just wrapped up our first week uh of the the full lockdown uh we had a couple of days where we were kind of primed and and informed that yeah look we're going into the lockdown stage now but um yeah it's certainly a weird thing to try and adapt to um and it sounds like um perhaps the message hasn't got through to everyone back in the uk in terms of how important it is (laughs) um
1: unfortunately we have some um i don't know what the word is maybe some numpties in this country (laughs) (laughs) that's the safest word i can use right now who just aren't taking this seriously enough and you know i was saying to you before there's been some instances where people are having barbecues at home and bringing their family and friends around people are you know trying to get into parks and have mini barbecues and parties and get-togethers and it's just it's a real shame because you've got people like me and you and, and my friends who are really trying hard to stay home and only go out for the necessities because we feel it's so important for the health and safety of our family and friends and others it's shame that there are some individuals who are not taking it seriously Um, i don't know if i could say that it's actually due to even how the government has run this situation i think our government is doing as good a job as it as it possibly can do and i don't think anybody could do anything better or worse so i think it just comes down to there are some individuals who just who just don't get it at the moment
2: yeah yeah no that makes sense that definitely makes sense um look uh, for those who have just joined this live broadcast um we're joined this evening with Kirsty angerer um she is well known from the traveling now i say ergonomist and i've just noticed you say ergonomist yeah yeah, but, but, yeah obviously, I think we're going on there but um yeah so i've been fortunate enough to know Kirsty for um oh, the last year at least um we, we did a, a, a well she interviewed me um this time last year it was a great experience yeah. it's really nice to to return the favor um, so for those tuning in live at the moment please feel free to ask questions of kirsty um, she really is a guru when it comes to ergonomics in the workplace obviously at the moment many of us the workplace is currently at home so um, i guess in, in terms of um i was going to ask you about what the impact has had on you and your work life but it sounds like it's still pretty much business as usual. You've, you've been based at home, but obviously the traveling mm-hmm. side of things have been kind of significantly limited. Um, I'm, I'm kind of a similar situation where I've become quite used to being able to jump on a, a, a flight um, all around New Zealand. And it's mm-hmm. been quite consistent where at least uh, one day a week I'm over in Auckland or Wellington or down south. So it has been a bit weird to be um, you know, home-based for, for this length of time. It's a weird feeling, isn't it? It's, um, Know, it it's- is
1: it's for for you and me it's weird so my friends don't get it they don't travel that often or certainly not as much as we travel and so mm-hmm. honestly for me to not have been on a flight for over 3 weeks now is very odd um yeah. and particularly because i take when i get on a on a plane that's my kind of one or two hours to to rejuvenate and relax i really thrive being mm-hmm. on a plane and and flying so that's a bit of a ch- transition but it's all good
2: first world problems Uh, yeah no right Uh, yeah and hopefully it will be temporary um so so in terms of because i i i i will let everyone know that obviously you have just released some pretty exciting online training um and from that we'll talk more about that in a moment but in terms of um good practice uh uh ergonomic setup at home what what would be some of the the top tips that you would recommend people uh, consider uh, and become used to now that we are in this new workspace
1: it's it's a very interesting time at the moment um you know with this transition I think one of the first things I would say is for people to just not panic not worry and kind of get into your own personal routine working from home you know I've been doing working from home for definitely two years in my business but even more so you know with the other businesses i worked with i was able to work from home and work flexibly so i've it it didn't take me overnight to figure out this routine and how to set up my workstation it took me a few weeks so i would say don't panic don't go and panic buy ergonomic equipment because half of it isn't ergonomic (laughs) and Mm. it needs some training so you know just just don't panic just Get into, get into your natural rhythm and get into where where you can find a space in that house to, to find a spot. I think that would be my first piece of advice.
2: Yeah, no, and I actually really appreciate what you've just said there, too, in terms of um, keeping things probably in perspective. Um, and it's something that our health and safety regulator here, they've just released some um, uh, guidance on what their response to all of this will be and is. Mm and uh, one of the key pieces around working from home is that look we'll, we'll take a pragmatic approach because obviously this is an unusual circumstance we can't expect your employers to be on the ball with this situation at the moment the onus is on the individuals to take responsibility of their own health okay. and well-being in, in their new work environment but also that a lot of the aches and pains um, tend to take a long time to develop and um, ideally this will be a, a short-term situation so don't lose sleep over it um, but I think it's still worthwhile um, getting some of the basics um, the, the level of awareness around that I think is certainly still a valuable uh, piece which we'll explore a little bit more on um, but then you also mentioned that some of the products or perhaps many of the products that have been flaunted on Facebook uh-huh. advertising and uh, Instagram I, I see it all the time because I've been googling it and obviously it suddenly <laughs> I, part of it. Um, and I look at it and I kind of question a lot of the stuff that from my perspective I I just think that doesn't look sound to me at all so is is that actually the case is it the market's been flooded with crap basically
1: oh honestly Um, utter crap Um, there is you know this is not a new thing by the way there has been utter rubbish out on the market for years and years but now because of the home working situation I think people are kind of preying on the vulnerable preying on people who maybe are not as educated as me and you are in terms of ergonomic setup and health and safety and so you see something that says the word ergonomic and you think oh that that sounds good i'll, I'll get that and, and it'll make me healthy and you know it might a little bit but you could possibly buy a better better product for the same price it's going to even improve your health even more and productivity so honestly i would say you know i'm I wouldn't want to say that all facebook advertising all advertising Mm. of products is bad of course it's not but you just have to be really educated on what you are buying because if you buy the wrong thing genuinely it could actually make your your problems worse and your issues worse as well
2: Mm -hmm. yep definitely i've seen some good examples where um uh, images of people using textbooks and odds and sods around the house to try and get the right types of heights of, of the desktops yeah. and things like that. Is that something that you would probably recommend, um, at least in the interim?
1: Absolutely. You know, as I said, I think so there's the biggest thing to get right at the moment is to get your laptop or computer at a at a proper height for you because if you're if you're using your laptop as it is with no other accessories that's going to start to drive your posture in an awkward position so if you can get your laptop up to eye level like like i am right now mine's on a laptop stand and add a keyboard and mouse so that you can bring your keyboard and mouse close to you that's the most minimal and cost effective thing you can set up and Ideally, you want a laptop stand. But if you don't have the budget or you can't get hold of a laptop stand, you can literally get a box or a bunch of books and lift that laptop up. That, that doesn't matter at all. Um, just make sure that it is at eye level and you can get yourself a keyboard and mouse. I would say that's the very least. That's the, I would say, the minimum that I would recommend for someone right now.
2: Cool. No, that's good to know. I think, um, and I'm sure people may correct me, but um, at the moment our ability to buy any new equipment or materials is extremely limited. So, mm-hmm. um, But I, there are rumours that some of the retail stores are going to be able to start selling products that are considered um, emergency type or critical type items. Maybe eventually they might open up to uh, remote uh, keyboards and mouses. Yeah. You know, you know, yeah, hopefully um awesome that's really good um um, advice thank you and then so in terms of the the new training um the the online training that you have uh uh, launched do you want to tell us a little bit about that perfect timing by the way
0: yeah
1: thank you (laughs) um so so last year when i was i was kind of second year into my business and i thought you know what i i get to see and work with amazing businesses day in, day out, but I only have a sort of certain amount of time per day. So I have, you know, kind of a nine to five situation where I can impart my knowledge and my expertise to a business or employees. And I thought, I wanna get to a wider audience and how can I possibly do that the most, the easiest way, I guess. And so I thought, well, whatever I normally say to someone in that day, why don't I just say that and film it and create a course around it? So I've created a course that has um, video modules where you can just learn. It's a self-paced course. You have access to it for 12 months and you can learn all about ergonomics, workstation setup, your body, how to get your body into a neutral posture. So you have that as the main kind of course content, but actually then I thought, well, why don't we create a community around this? because you know some people might have bought a mouse and go, "This is the the worst mouse I've ever bought," and tell us why it's a bad mouse." And then there'll be other people who say, "This is the best mouse I've ever bought and tell us why it's a good mouse." So we can start to you know share each other's stories and just build a community because you know so many people are working on devices right now, none of us know what we're doing, so let's start talking about that in a more form, you know well formatted way.
2: Awesome, I love that, and it's actually really perfect timing for the question that came through on the on the Facebook feed as well. So um, we've got an individual, Nigeline, um, uh, I hope I've pronounced that right. Um, uh, the question is, when I get back to work, I've been assigned to set up an ergonomic self-assessment for the office-based staff, and then do a follow-up assessment to see if their self-assessment was done correctly. I will be dealing with people who have worked there for over two years and are not ideally open to change and or extra work Uh, office furniture is questionable anyway so my question is how could i approach this with success
0: let's take a moment to get to know a little bit more about the safety tribe the safety tribe is a private facebook community that has exclusive access to subject matter experts templates and cheat sheets live high energy group calls that are all designed to fast track your career and help you become the best health and safety leader you can be to find out more and to get yourself a free copy of turning the tide simply visit www.thesafetytribe.co.nz
1: so if i if i'm understanding correctly when when we go back to the office they're going to be issuing self-assessments to people Mm. and then they're going to be having to do follow-ups afterwards Mm. Yeah. good question Uh, it's a difficult one i think um self-assessments sometimes for me are a bit dubious because they're a self-assessment and people not everybody's educated enough to to really self-assess their situation so i would say along with that self-assessment to provide them with the knowledge and expertise so mm-hmm. i would say do a group webinar with everybody so give mm. them 30 minutes of knowledge how to set up your workstation what to think about how to move when to move those kind of things for 20 to 30 minutes no more open it up to questions and that then gives people the real the real background knowledge as to why um or, or how the self-assessment then works you know it's all well and good saying does your chair adjust correctly well mm. what does correctly mean Yep. so I think it's about uh, alongside the self-assessments do a couple of webinars get people educated on everything get them to do the self-assessments get those in um depending on what they're using I I would, I would honestly suggest that you steer clear of paperwork and get yourself some kind of software to to manage that for you because you'll be able to understand the data much quicker and in terms of follow-up assessments I would then start to prioritize people so, i personally would prioritize pregnant women or people who have just come back from maternity leave and i prioritize people who have suggested that they've got some kind of serious injury or discomfort because those are the ones we want to nip in the bud and we don't want them getting any worse
2: yeah yeah brilliant it's really great advice i also think how valuable um it is to have the input from the team probably um even yeah as you've mentioned before um releasing a self-assessment mm-hmm. form just to ensure that there is some basic knowledge uh, and understanding but probably also um to ensure that the questions that are being asked actually have any value because what you just suggested there it reminds me of the last interview we just did with um uh with um oh gosh and uh, stony andrew andrew stone from uh, checkmate new zealand His point was exactly the same Is like, uh, they've got this really cool uh, product that deals with um, turning a standard operating procedure into a simple electronic checklist on your phone. And how that process itself has enabled the teams to go, actually, you know what, that question is completely so ambiguous that it has no value. And let's actually start asking some real questions, which will then lead to getting some real data. Real understanding of what it is we do. I think that's
1: a great idea. I think the more you can integrate people and the team into your processes, honestly, the better it's going to succeed. Because if you don't, if you just force these self assessments on people, number one, they might not even do them because they'll see it as a chore and it's not going to be helpful. And number two, if genuinely the questions are not helpful and they frustrate people, well, you're not going to get the best information anyway. So integrate everyone. Yes, you're going to have opinions from people that you might not want but I think all opinions are helpful to an extent and they're really going to drive where your process goes
2: definitely yeah awesome yeah that's such good good information And I also think what um what would be useful particularly to the person that asked that question I'm I'm sure to lots of others as well who will be trying to grasp um the 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 concept of um economics and the, the the basics of it is that I would be strongly recommending people just to go and take advantage of your online learning. Um, at least then those decision makers and those that have been tasked to lead that process in their workplace have got some of the basic knowledge from from your training and then can mm-hmm. then take that to their team. So
1: Definitely. You know, we do. I do a live Q&A session once a month, but actually we're going to ramp it up and do uh, every two weeks a live Q&A session for an hour. So I'll go live uh, through the course and you can literally ask any question you want and we'll literally work through it with you. Um, Obviously, regular newsletters, regular blogs. I have also created a couple of years ago, I created a um, how to how to create an ergonomics program within your business for free. So maybe I'll add it in the link for you guys so you can have a read through that
2: amazing that's really really generous thank you um that's so cool that's just totally up my alley in terms of how to um assist people and to prove yeah. to the wider community how awesome and knowledgeable you are so thank you Casey. <laughs> that's great so um okay so then so obviously right now we're, we're in this situation where we're in lockdown and it's gonna we're gonna be in this space for for some time then we'll be then uh, gradually or 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 otherwise, finding ourselves back in the place of work that we were used to working. Do you see that as an opportunity to reassess the way in which we're currently working in the modern workplace, open office space environments, all of that negative stuff in my mind? (laughs) Do you you think this is an opportunity to really look hard at that from not only a social point of view, but actually from a a health, um, bio health and well being standpoint as well?
1: Oh, I think up until now, you know, we've seen, you know, even in my lifetime of work in the last 10 years, we've seen some changes. So, you know, the, the rise of sit to stand desks, the rise of agile working, activity-based working. Of course, those have been quite significant changes, but I don't think we've seen anything like what we're seeing now, and I think this is really going to be a massive shift in how we work. Um, I think what's going to happen is actually we're going to start to seriously think about people's well-being. And I know we think we've been thinking about people's well-being for the last couple of years, but I really think we're going to see a shift with that. I don't think we're going to go back to cubicle style working personally. um, I know some people have seen that trend start to occur a little bit in the UK, but personally, I think we're just maybe going to create more space between desks so that rather than sticking people together on one bank of desks, Create more space between people, and actually create micro workstations. So, in my space here, can I can I make it really good for me? Can I add plants, better lighting, a better ergonomic setup, and then a meter away from me have my colleague who I can still interact with, but they're not as close to me, and I can feel am not interrupting them as well. So, yeah, I think we are going to see some change, more space certainly. I think because of this home working situation, the fact that we've been able to within two weeks send a majority of people home, and successfully, pretty much, I think it's going to open discussions around homeworking a bit more as well.
2: Mm, yeah, 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 I agree. Um, for me, um, I, I, I work in a co-working office space. So there's, there's several other businesses all working in the same space, which is uh-huh. really neat from a networking point of view, fantastic, from sharing um, clients, leads, all of that stuff, amazing. Um, but there is a part of me who thinks gosh like actually um although it's a bit of a nightmare working from home um uh, with some adjustment it, it actually might not be such a crazy idea um in the long run and i'm sure there must be a lot of other people thinking similar lines and maybe um this will fast track that evolution away from the traditional workplace to a more flexible work life balance um uh, yeah yeah Really i think this is
1: just going to prove to leadership um mm. le- the leadership who maybe weren't so hot on home working or weren't so you know mm. enamored by the idea of sending their employers home or employees home i think those types of leadership roles um will start to see you know actually we can trust our employees there is a lot of honesty there and we have been able to see some productivity and good performance from people working from home so why can't we introduce this into our you know actual business strategy going forward now you know i don't think that will exclusively now keep people at home i think we still need social interaction and we need to go into the office and be with people collaborate but i think this does open up an opportunity to allow people to work from home without yeah. feeling bad about it
2: yeah absolutely yeah i think that's i think there's actually a really exciting future ahead uh, for 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 many as a result of this um and then i I guess that probably possibly leads me to do you see or forecast um a need for us to be prepared to 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 ask for more or to ask for a change when we do return to to our usual places of work
1: Mm. yeah that's a when, when you sent me that question i i was thinking that's that's quite a difficult question, I guess. Um, I think what I want to achieve, or what I hope that businesses achieve in this period of time, is that they don't um, they don't send people home now and don't help them with their work setups at home, because if we don't help people at home then naturally, as we come back to the office, we are going to see some major musculoskeletal issues. We just are. If Let's say we're at home now for the next eight weeks. Eight weeks is a long enough period of time for people to start getting musculoskeletal disorders, and we don't want that to happen. Mm -hmm. Obviously, unfortunately, it might happen to a few people. So we are going to have to demand better work setups when we go back to the office and just to create a better setup at home. I think yeah I think this does give I think it this gives employees an opportunity to not demand I don't think we should ever demand things I think we need to be reasonable about this you know as you said very early on people workers have to take some responsibility we can't expect our business this is uncharted territory we don't know what we're doing from one day to the next so give everybody a bit of a break be a bit more optimistic you know businesses are thinking about this just give us some time <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, I think that's a really great response. And yeah, it, it's it's often very easy to fall into the trap of going, well, it's everyone else's problem. Um, what are you yeah. going to do? But Yeah, at the end of the day, we are all ultimately responsible for ourselves. Um, and also on the positive side of that sentiment is the fact that right now um, there are so many of us um, proving to our employers and to our, 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 our um, our management that uh, we're more than capable of working in flexible environments and, and mm-hmm. still get the work done um, regardless of, of the situations that we find ourselves in so it's yeah interesting stuff cool um so obviously things are a bit up in the air at the moment for all of us but in terms of um, plans for the future for for yourself and for your business have you, have you got any other kind of exciting things in the in the bubbling away in the background
1: good question i think this has given me so when i launched my my online course poised people a couple of months ago that was really the the first course in a selection of courses that i want to create for people and so i guess this now gives me the opportunity the time to start creating my next course and my next course i really want to delve into how we can help architects and designers design better workplaces, more productive workplaces, better performing workplaces. And I know that's already been done at the moment, but I don't think we're doing enough for the people and how people interact with that environment. So I hope that with the training that I can create and partner with some of my friends and colleagues in that environment that we can create a course that really supports architecture and design and and wider audiences as well, because this is a great opportunity to, to do that better
2: yeah brilliant i love that because that's yeah i mean it's it's one of those areas which is so critical um from a health and safety point of view is is textbook theory still unfortunately in lots of um circumstances okay. where um when we do incident investigations uh you know the, the ambulance at the bottom of the cliff stuff it's almost always some of the root causes it goes right back to the planning stages it's like this is like health and safety 101 and I'm sure it's from your perspective as well when it comes to the design and build of of, um uh premises that um a lot of the issues that the workers are now facing today could have been avoided if it had been massively Yeah. yeah yeah so interesting I love that I think that will be incredibly successful um I'm definitely going to be doing my best to tell everyone about Poised People because that sounds like a really awesome course. I think it's going to be really timely, cleanly. Yeah, it's great. Um, And in terms of, uh, I've actually got a few ideas from more of a local point of view in terms of um, electronic checklists and bits and pieces like that. I know I've got a couple of solutions for the New Zealand market that can solve that so there's a lot of oh, synergies everywhere it's great it's very exciting Well, <laughs> honestly,
1: matt anything you need support with just you know you know where i am just give me a shout and i'd love to help you and the business and any of your your team and companies that you're working with because i think we need to help each other and, and help people do better and be better people when it comes to designing workplaces designing environments so that people can flourish you know i i love the saying when you know if it wasn't for the people in your business, you wouldn't have a business at all. So let's look after the people in the business.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's such a great saying. I love that. Um, <laughs> gosh, yeah, this has been awesome. Um, so, like, I mean, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm going to aim to wrap up fairly soonish, but um, is there is there anything um, on your mind or is there any points that you would like to raise that we maybe haven't covered yet? Uh, also, for those listening in, if they've got any questions, please feel free to fire them through. Um, it's the less wee bit.
1: I think maybe one of the last things to mention. So I think we focus a lot on actual workstation setup, and that's what we'll be doing at home. You know, where am I going to sit? Where's my table? What? How am I going to set up my laptop? And maybe what we're going to start to forget about is two things, is the amount of movement we do and our actual ambient environment. So how good is the lighting in my room? How good is the temperature? Is it too hot, too cold? That kind of thing. So I would really urge people, number one, to move. Honestly, guys,
2: Mm.
1: it doesn't matter how perfect your setup is if you do not move regularly. And when I say regularly, I honestly mean two to three times an hour. Mm. It has to be, because if you don't move, you are still going to be in discomfort. So that's number one. And number two, definitely make sure that the lighting in your room is good. You know, if it's too dark, you're naturally going to move closer to the screen to see it because it's too dark. If it's too bright, you're gonna get headaches and feel discomfort in those ways. So just, just manage that a little bit, you know, close the blinds, open the blinds, depending on how that feels for you. And just check the temperature. Do you feel warm in the house or do you feel cold? check how that feels and if you're feeling cold it doesn't necessarily mean it's the ambient temperature it could mean that you've just been sat for too long as well so it's an opportunity to move more regularly
2: yeah i'm definitely guilty of that um yeah, <laughs> I've, I've come away from the desk and i've got really cold hands and cold feet i'm like oh my gosh like, i really need to start moving yeah same. Um, that's awesome, awesome advice. Um, yeah, just sort of top of my head, I can't remember the name of the app, but I know there's lots of apps that will track your time at the desk and will give you a bing after 20 minutes yes. to remind you to get up for five minutes and go you know, make a cup of tea or whatever. There's
1: actually a really cool free app. I mean it doesn't track things, it doesn't obviously track how you how you're moving, but all it does is it's called stand up and you can you can set it so that it notifies you on your phone however many times you want it to to stand up so at least if you are engrossed focus on a piece of work on your laptop your phone will ping every 20 minutes and at least reminds you to to move
2: yeah yeah definitely definitely yeah um yeah i think anything like that is is always going to be a beneficial uh, thing particularly with all the free apps and tools and mm-hmm. tools that are out there um, cool. Someone's just um, sent through um, a kind of a bit of a thought, a bit of a question, just in regards to the, the proper ergonomic arrangement of of sitting at a desk. Um, perhaps rather than going down into that that um, that rabbit hole, I can certainly put a couple of yeah uh, pictures of what good looks like. Um, I'm right in thinking that the um, the traditional ninety degrees set at your chair—that's kind of we, we've moved on from that, right? That that's kind of like don't do that anymore it's silly yeah
1: we've definitely moved on from that um i think a caveat any any good posture has Mm -hmm. to have a caveat and that is that a good posture is only good for a certain period of time we our bodies are designed to move so but i would say definitely a neutral posture really a neutral posture is feet flat on the floor hands in our lap elbows by our side shoulders down and relaxed and us looking straight ahead that's a good neutral posture and just keep your back supported but in a slightly reclined position so that you are opening up your hip flexors your chest and getting that oxygen and blood flow moving around
2: yeah love it that's such great advice thank you that's really, really helpful cool um well unless anyone's got any final questions um i might just do a bit of a summary wrap up whilst we um, we see if anyone does have any burning questions or that yeah thoughts but i mean for, from my perspective i think um what you've got to bring to the table is just it's just so timely um and clearly you've been doing this for, for a, a, a long time now 10 years worth of experience is, is you, know, you, you can just rattle this stuff <laughs> up with ease which is great um so in terms of if um any of our listeners now or um, in the next few days or weeks ahead want to get in touch is there a, a website or a, a good point of contact that they can find you at
1: yeah so um I the, my business is the traveling ergonomist so you can find me on my website which is the traveling or you can find me Kirsty Angra on LinkedIn which is probably where I spend most of my time I'm also on all other social media and then the new course is poisedpeople.com
2: yeah, too easy. That's brilliant. Thank you. Cool. Um, yeah. So Kirsty is a little bit like myself, like she's all over social media. Um, runs <laughs> lots of really good stories and stuff. Well, we're following. So if you guys are on uh, LinkedIn, I definitely recommend following her on LinkedIn. Some really great um, articles and thought pieces coming out all the time. So yeah, I have
1: to apologise. You'll probably see my face quite regularly on LinkedIn in all <laughs> different formats. So sorry about that, but hopefully the information is is good.
2: Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. Don't worry about that. And I think um, L- LinkedIn wouldn't let you get away of that unless you were putting out good content anyway. So <laughs> That's clearly doing
0: something
2: right. <laughs> That's cool. Awesome. Okay. Well, look, I think um, we'll we'll wrap up. I'll, I'll let everyone who is busy. Oh getting as much work as they can uh, do this time of the night whilst the kids are asleep, Uh, I'll let them get back to it. But um, this has been a real pleasure. And um, I'd like to think that perhaps we can um, touch base maybe um, further down the road during this whole um, uh, scenario, just to reflect on perhaps some learnings over the last few weeks or months. And um, yeah, and maybe look forward to what it's gonna look like in the future.
1: Definitely, I would love to do that. I think, Definitely, doing like a post COVID um, catch up would be amazing, you know. And obviously, we catch up in between anyway. But yeah. I think after, just to see the transition and maybe what the future will look like, we still don't know. So it's it's all time will tell.
2: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Thanks, cool. Matt. Yeah, well, look, thank you for joining us, Kirsty. It's been really good to see you, and we'll be in touch soon.
1: Thank you so much. Bye, everyone.
0: Thanks for listening to the Safety Tribe interview series, brought to you by our sponsors, Advanced Safety. The Safety Tribe is New Zealand's VIP health and safety community, breaking the mold and doing health and safety differently. I'm your host, Matt Jones. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment. Your input is the fuel that keeps the flames burning. Until next time, stay safe.